Well, hey, good morning, and welcome back to another episode of the Hip Bodies Podcast. It is your host, Chelsea Pleasant, back for another another fun week. I actually got some really good updates for you this week. I, I even thought about being like, hey, just FYI, I'm going to cuss. But I was like, you know what, Chelsea, that doesn't really add anything to the story. So I'm going to try not to, but I feel like there's moments where I just hope you know I feel the desire to. Okay? Okay. Um, if the background sounds, I don't know. I, I just, there's like a party down. I'm outside. I'm outside. There's just a lot going on in the house right now. And this is the only place I can get some peace and quiet. Well, truthfully, the whole house is actually quiet. Like as I'm recording this, everyone's asleep, but if there's something not asleep, sorry, children are asleep. Adults are awake. I just like, don't want, I don't like when Cameron can like hear me recording a podcast. Like I feel like he's judging what I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? Okay, whatever. Moving on. Let's get into this real quick. What is the Hip Bodies podcast? Well, we are workout group. Okay. I started this back in 2017 and I record these live workouts, but like, let's be clear about something. This isn't a group X class where I'm just like, let's do this. Let's get motivated. Right. It's like, you're my workout buddy. I'm bringing you to the gym with me. Not for real. You're in my garage and you're at home as well. And we're lifting together and we're chatting like we're legit workout buddies. And sometimes I'm simply too out of breath to tell you in depth the stories I want to tell you. So this podcast allows me to do so. Sometimes it's helpful. A lot of times it's not. It's just personal stuff. Uh, But I do I try to I try to bring it back to some sort of takeaway each episode. But, you know, I ain't perfect on that by any means. (laughs) So let's let's get into it. I have some notes here. I have some notes. I got to pull them up. Where's my notes? Okay, there we go. So we're going to talk about the last week. So if you missed last week's episode, I actually had hurt my back on Friday, which is like, I don't know, as a trainer, like it's it's embarrassing. It's like, come on, you're a trainer, like do things right so you don't hurt yourself. And the truth was like, I was not as strong on sumo deadlifts as I am on conventional and that annoyed me. (laughs) So I lifted, I kept trying to lift the same weight and eventually my back said, no, thank you. And made me pay for it. So all week I have been taking it super easy, which I hate doing, but I'm a firm believer in fully letting something heal. So it just has to heal once. You know what I mean? Because if you like sprain your ankle and don't let it heal and then your ankle just like kind of hurts for like way longer than it needs to, that's no fun. Just rest and let things heal. Okay. And plus, if you don't let things heal right, sometimes they never will heal right. That's the other thing too, but we don't need to get into that. Um, next, next on like kind of like moving on. So we get into Monday. This particular week was an interesting week. As many of you know, I depend on my father to be our nanny for Casey, (laughs) but my parents go on a big trip every year. We, we all live in the South. We live in the coastal North Carolina and this time of year, it is just gross. It's hot. It, when it rains, it's hot rain and there's a lot of bugs. Um, there's frequently hurricanes. It's just, it's a good time of year to leave. But what's, you know, what's funny about that? My mom, she, her garden is thriving and it's like time to harvest everything. And she's like, peaced out. And she keeps texting me to go over there and like harvest her garden. Okay. Anyway, my parents every year, they go on this like long road trip and like, we're talking 
road trip. Um, they're doing all sorts of cool stuff. They're going to go on an Alaskan cruise. Um, right now they're in, they're, they go from one coast to another. They're like, the, the East coast is hot. I'm going to go to the West coast. They're in like, um, they're the beach in California. Okay. Whatever. You don't care where my parents went. My parents are gone for like a month. Okay. I knew this going into it, but I, so I was looking for like a nanny or some sort of solution. I really couldn't find anything. So we booked Cameron's mom to come out for the month. Okay. But there was like a week gap. So I found a sitter. Look at me. I actually found a babysitter. Did my daughter love her? No. She pretty much cried most of the time. Not the entire time, but most of it. Okay. So anyway, I find the sitter. She is there on Monday. We're good. Tuesday rolls around. Now, Tuesday is a particularly tricky day because Kevin's home too. He's not at preschool. And then the, the one single babysitter I had that I was really proud of for having, she wakes up with a fever. And I'm like, oh God, I don't have a backup plan. And it is only Tuesday. <laughs> so that day I like Cameron stayed home from work to watch Casey. Kevin's like rolling in on the workout. It was just like, <sighs> it was rough. And the, and that pretty much set the tone for the week. The next morning we wake up and, um, our dog booker has this thing. It's, I'm, it's called vestibular disease. It's sometimes called old dog syndrome. Like he literally looked drunk. And when I say like peed on the wall, vomiting, stumbling everywhere, like a drunk frat boy, it was crazy. And it was so extreme and so sudden. I was like certain. I was like, he ate something horribly poisonous. Like I, this is crazy, but I Googled it and I kind of had narrowed it down to like the three different things it could be. And vestibular disease was one of them. And so when we took him into the vet, they like did some blood work and whatnot. And like, sure enough, that's pretty much what it was. So they were like, yeah, these episodes last anywhere between three and seven days. That is a long time to base, like, this is for like this dog can't go to the bathroom by themselves. Like he he can't stand it. <sighs> so that just added like another layer to this week where we didn't have the childcare to support my work, <laughs> and it was just like oh gosh, it was just a really yeah, it was rough. But you know what? We made it. We made it. Was it the perfect week? No. And, you know, on that note, I want to mention something today on my Instagram story. I was kind of talking about like how I'm feeling so pulled to homeschool and blah, blah, blah. And like, this is me. Like, I always want to do like all the things. And this girl messaged me and she, she leans on like, not that I'm just like, I'm not going to tell you who this person is. And I'm not saying this, like, it's a bad thing. I just feel like this, you know, like her belief systems, I believe are, you know, pretty heavy in the religious sense. And so she, you know, really believes her role, you know, is to be a wife and a mother. And she kind of, she believes that's like my role too. And she was saying, cause I was talking about how it's really hard to like, imagine what homeschooling is going to look like with my work, right? Like what am I paying for a babysitter so I can work? And then when I'm done, you know, it's just like, it's crazy. Right. Anyway, this girl was like saying, you know, you're, you're trying to do too many things and like it's distracting you from the most important roles of being a wife and a mother. And she kind of worded it like if anything competes with those primary roles, then it's just not for you right now. And it, and it, I don't know, it was really good. It just made me start thinking about like, okay, like what 
are my primary roles and like what are my backup roles right like what yeah like what's you know if I if my life was a car I only have two front seats right like what what's going to be in those front seats and what's going to be in the back seats you know just an interesting thing okay I'm going on a tangent here going on a tangent getting distracted where are my notes you guys so minimal childcare week I don't even know why I told you that story I like forgot I forget now oops sorry okay there was a point maybe it'll come to me later so let's talk about um the kids party so I went to a kids party today and I had a lot of like I guess like just a lot of thoughts about it because this was the first I love children's birthday parties if you don't know this about me I I love it the entertainment is on point like if you can entertain a small child like my small child then guess what I get to do talk to grown-ups hello that's like me I don't get to do that very often that's why I love recording a podcast because even though it's a completely one-sided conversation it feels like I'm talking to a (laughs) grown-up without being interrupted by a small child anyway I love it and the food is always good but this particular birthday party was the first birthday party I went to of a classmate of Kevin's like I don't know this family every other children's birthday I've been to I deeply know these people like we hang out with them. We have play dates with them. Like Cameron knows them. I know like just, we know each other, right? Like I don't know any of these people. All the kids know each other. You know, they all go to school together, but like all these parents, like we've just like heard these kids names. So how does everyone introduce themselves? Hi, I'm Kevin's mom or I'm so-and-so's mom. And so it was, I had, okay. It was like one of those moments where I was like, oh my God, I'm such a grown up. That's like literally what I was thinking. I was like, I am such a grown up right now. It felt like I, I felt um, like imposter syndrome. Like I'm not grown up enough to be someone's mom that's in school. Like what's what's going on? I don't know. It was so weird the way I was feeling about it. I don't know. If, does it, has any? Can anybody ide- like identify with this feeling? Resonate with this feeling? I don't know. It was it was bizarre. But all that to say. I really liked everyone I met. Like, I, the problem is I'm, I like a lot of people. And so I, I'm like, but I don't want to be too much. But I, but I also do. I'm like, should I exchange numbers with them? Like, how do you, how do you initiate that conversation? Like, I would like to continue this friendship. Our children are friends. Like, we should do this. You know, that's such a weird thing. And, but, and I always worry I come off too forward when I do that, you know? But, like, that's the great thing about having kids is, like, oh, yeah, we should get our kids together, you know? And then it's, like, just let the friendship kind of grow that way. I don't know. But it was really good. It was, it was really fun. Um, it was at this trampoline place. And, like, listen to this, okay? So when you book a birthday party at a trampoline place all the kids get to jump you know it's included in for whoever hosted the birthday party right so I do not get to jump which is perfectly fine I wasn't exactly wanting to jump and I was kind of using that as an excuse and most of the parents were not jumping you know this is a four a four-year-old's birthday so like these are and these are kids that play with each other so like I don't know they're like old enough to like jump on the trampoline by themselves right but like a one or two-year-old needs mommy to hold their hand the whole time or like be like right there because they're gonna like you know do something crazy right but anyway my son he just takes a minute to warm up like he always like he's he takes a minute okay and so 
I have to pee, but he like doesn't. And, and this is like, this is a weird thing that I do where I'm like, I don't want to inconvenience Kevin, but even though he inconveniences me all the time by needing to pee at the most inconvenient situation, inconvenient times. But I was like, I was like, um, do you want to go to the bathroom with me? He's like, no. And I was like, it's cool. I'll stay here. Like, why, why do I do that? Why am I like a people pleaser with my own, my own son? It was so weird. So anyway, I actually see him like, he's starting to, like, he's starting to jump and I'm like, but I can tell you, he, he wants me out there. And then I saw one other parent out there and I just got this like rush of guilt. It was like, I got to do it. So I go and I pay $16. When did these prices go up? What? $16. I have to go pay $16 to get the stupid wristband so I can jump and I go put on my socks and pee. And by the time I'm there, like Kevin's like having a blast. Like he does not need me out there, but I just like, I'm like, well, I already paid the $16. I'm going to have some fun. I'm going to, I've always wanted to do the ninja course at this particular trampoline place, but I've always had a small child, so I can't. Um, so everyone's like, all these kids are like, <laughs> I, yeah. Anyway, I was doing like the ninja course with the kids and it was really fun. But that, that was my, that was my, my birthday party experience. I'm just giving you all the personal updates right now. If you can't tell, I do, I do have more updates. Okay. We're going to talk about Kevin's first Olive Garden experience. So Kevin and I really don't, it's, this has been like a really nice weekend for Kevin and I, because we've had a lot of one-on-one time, which we don't typically have. Like Casey's always there. And so it's, you know, Cameron often like does like little dude dates with Kevin, but like I haven't done one and I haven't been able to because Casey doesn't take a bottle. Right. But like, she's kind of getting older now where she can go like a decently long time in between nursing and she eats real food and whatever. Right. So we had a little, we had a little date yesterday and it was so nice. We went to Olive Garden. Uh, the reason that I chose Olive Garden is because my husband will never take me there again. And I thought I loved it, but I'm so, I swear, you guys, I'm not a picky eater, okay? And it wasn't bad, but I feel like I remember it being, like, so good. And I don't know if, like, I have just evolved my taste buds or it's kind of gone downhill. But I'm telling you, the soup, the I just got, like, the soup salad and breadsticks for my meal. I tried that chicken and gnocchi soup. It literally tasted canned. Like I'm not be I'm not exaggerating. Like I know what canned chicken tastes like because I eat canned chicken and it tasted like canned chicken. And I was like, this, this is not that good. And then at the bread, yeah, like even the breadsticks, I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm not like, oh man, this is delicious. Right. I don't know. So just, it was fine. Okay. But that's not the point. Kevin just loved his experience. And it's really funny to watch watch this just see it from a child's eyes okay because he sat down he's he's like loving the menu the best thing that a restaurant can do for a child is put pictures of the food so that a child that cannot read yet can identify their options and choose that way and so I mean he was like oh wow I got lots of options and he's like kind of reading it off right and it's pictures it's like oh I can get spaghetti I can get mac and cheese I can get chicken nuggets right like all these different options and he loves that. So he got, it's just, it's so painful as a mother, spaghetti with butter and cheese. Like if, come on, like I, I am a foodie and it pains me that I am not raising a foodie. Like he, and he impresses me so much sometimes like his snack all last week, like his, like, you know, he kind of hyper fixates on one snack. It was goat cheese, figs, and these like 
really nice like almond flour crackers the simple mills almond flour crackers are so good the sea salt ones like that's a little bit that's okay that's like an elevated taste bud right i'm like why 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 can't i put a sauce on your pasta sir what is going who are you I don't know. I'm just, you know, I'm patient with him. I let him do his thing. But like, man, I look forward to like when my kids can like eat fun stuff with me. I I will always introduce things. I do. I call me a mean mom. I force them to try it. You got to try a bite. Period. You got to try a bite. Okay. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on to the last thing that I was kind of introduced to. So that we're kind of going back and forth here. So I kind of mentioned the Olive Garden. Oh, I never told you Kevin's favorite part about Olive Garden. The stupid video games. Did you guys know that they're doing this now? So they have these little tablets on the table and you can pay $2.99 to have unlimited games during your meal. I, I wasn't going to let him because I'm like, no, we're spending quality time. But he looked at me, this was like after the meal and it's like, we're about to leave. So I'm like, we're not even going to get $2.99 worth at this point, you know? But I'm like, he looks at me like, please, mom, please, please, please. And I look at him and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, it's a date. Let's, let's do it. And I, you guys, we both got lost in this zombie game for like 30 or 40 minutes. Like I ended up leaving a really, really big tip on top of my other tip because I felt bad for taking up the table so long because we were just having so much fun. Um, so the, his two favorite things were the video games and those damn chocolate mints. Those are good. Those like Andy's mints that they give you at Olive Garden. Okay, whatever. I'm just curious. I, sorry. I just told you that because I thought you might want to know what he loved about it. So now we have to move on to shoe shopping. So today if you guys don't know this about me, I'm psychotically punctual. If I'm going to be late, I don't go. Like if I'm running late, I, I feel like I'm, it's just, it, it's literally causes me so much stress. That I'm just not going to go. I feel less stressed out by sending a text. Can't make it. Can't make it like that's how I feel. Um, so as we're leaving, uh, we have to stop and get gas. I allotted for time for that. We're good. Um, we have our trampoline socks already. Like we've been to this place before. So we have the trampoline socks and everything, but Kevin, he starts sobbing like next level sobbing. And he's like, everything's too tight. And he throws off his shoes and he throws off his socks. And I was like, I mean, truthfully, those socks, they were way too small when I put them on him. So like, I get it. And I was like, thinking about it, I was like, he has worn those shoes for like a pretty long time now. It would make sense that they're too tight. And I was like, okay, I guess we're getting new shoes. So we were not able to stop before, but it like didn't matter. And like, we got new socks at the trampoline place. So right after we went shoe shopping, okay. After this birthday party, we went shoe shopping and I felt like it was a good time to go. Cause he was kind of, he was riding that high. He just had like cake and pizza, a really fun time, like jumping on a trampoline. I was on a good high. I made a lot of new friends. Like it was just, it was good vibes. It was good shoe shopping vibes. Okay. So we went to this place called shoe carnival. It's kind of like a, like a famous footwear or something like that. Like all they sell is like any kind of shoe you want. Like you want a Puma, you want a Nike, you want Adidas, like whatever, like you're going to find it there. So we walk in and we get him sized and he immediately sees, Oh, what is it? A Minecraft Skechers shoe. That is what catches his eye. We don't play Minecraft. I don't know what Minecraft is. He talks about it all the time as if we play it. And I'm pretty sure the only reason he knows what it is is because of freaking YouTube ads or something. I don't know. But 
he wanted these shoes. And I don't, again, I don't even know how he can spot the Minecraft logo. You know what I mean? I don't know, whatever. And it doesn't matter. So anyway, he spots these shoes and I'm like, they're $54. And I'm like, <laughs> let's keep looking. Let's just look around. I don't know if they have your size. And so I just, I go straight back to like more of the toddler shoes. So Kevin is in like a size, like 11 and a half to 12. So like they still kind of, they should have that like in the toddler section, but it's like back to school. So all the smart moms have like wiped out the bigger sizes in those. So I'm like, oh crap. So we're going into youth. Okay. I can fit into a youth. You know what I mean? So these shoes are $50, like 50 plus dollars for all of these shoes. I am, you guys know me, I'm frugal. Okay. And I, and it's like, I'm like, okay, but if we're going to buy $50, shoot, let's buy it. You know, let's buy a nice one. Right. So I'm like looking at all the different ones and I find these, these Pumas are so cute. They're like Navy blue. They got like a, they, I found these Pumas. They were like slide on ones and they were so sick. Kevin laser focused on these damn Minecraft shoes. I am like, they have one in his size. I go, he tries them on. He loves them. They're a 12. So it like gives him some room to grow. I like FaceTime camera and I'm like, so these are the shoes that mom picked out. And these are the shoes that Kevin picked out. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I see. I see what's happening here. And like, it was so hard, you guys, because this is, this is like a moment in parenting. This again, like felt like, wow, I'm such a grown up right now because now my child has his own opinions. I know this sounds crazy, but like up until this moment, we've just kind of bought the clothes, bought the shoes. And like, truthfully, I probably could have just bought some shoes, you know, you know what I mean? And it wouldn't have been that big of a deal, but because he was there, he had an opinion on what he wanted. Right. And it was, I don't know. It just like made me think about like, Oh, down, like down the road, like these opinions are going to get stronger and stronger. Like I don't want to wear certain things. I do want to wear certain things. And like, as a parent, like I'm going to have to potentially spend (laughs) obscene amounts of money to help facilitate that even when it it doesn't represent what I my taste but like in the past like a lot of the clothes that I've purchased and picked out for my kiddo it's like I approve of and it kind of represents my taste to some degree right and it was like these hideous minecraft shoes they don't I like I don't like them (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) um and also truthfully you guys like I don't know if $50 is like how much these shoes always cost my mom oh we this is the first pair of like tennis shoes that I've bought Kevin my mom is like she always has like she has them like on deck like like after like when he fits into a new size she's already shopping for the next size for him you know what I mean like she just gets so excited so this is the first time that I've like had to go do this it such a grown-up over here but yeah, it was, it was quite the parenting moment. So I kind of wanted to get on something like that may be potentially helpful. And it kind of was inspired by the like Olive Garden story and just this whole week. So I, as, as you guys know, I, I've been eating like a keto diet. I started last week's story kind of explains as to like what got me into it. And, and I have, I've been eating keto all week. I 
enjoyed myself at Olive Garden with my son, but like just back to keto and like, yeah, we good, we good. Okay. But it made me think about like eating healthy in front of your child because I don't know about you guys, but like Kevin, he, you know, he wants to share with me. He wants, you know, like when he's eating something, he wants like, who's going to eat with me or like whatever. Right. And even like my daughter, Casey, like she is 10 months old and she's like, whatever she's eating, she wants to feed you. It's so gross. Why do babies do that? Why do babies want to put their like food covered hands all over the food? And it's so gross. But like, anyway, I was just, it's got me thinking about like eating healthy in front of your children. And like when you are, you know, abstaining from something for whatever reason, like how, how to do that in a way that isn't toxic. And so I kind of just, I thought I'd start kind of talking about some of the things that I do with food because I, I don't want to give my kids an effed up relationship with food. I want them to understand like there are foods that like nourish our bodies better than others. Right? Like, so, okay, let's get into it. So number one for us in our house, like protein is a focus. Protein helps you grow big and strong. If we're eating, we're trying to pair it with protein, whether it's a snack, whether it's a meal, it doesn't matter. Like we're trying to get some protein in. I don't love when my child eats a meal that is just all carbs, right? It's the, I don't know, like it's just Cheez-Its and fruit. That, that is not an ideal meal. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. Let's be real. It does. But I try instead to like have real cheese and fruit right? Like that, you know, right there is going to be protein and fat instead of just pure carbs and potentially food dyes and like crap like that. Okay. So I don't necessarily communicate, oh, we don't eat Cheez-Its, right? I'm just like, how about instead of Cheez-Its, we have real cheese. That way you're getting lots of protein so you can grow big and strong. You know, that's how I communicate it. And if Kevin is like wanting me to share a snack with him, for one, like I do, so I don't eat snacks. Obviously, I have small children; they eat snacks all the time. But like, I eat real meals, no snacking. And I'm like, oh, I, mom, I'm just not hungry, right? Like that's kind of how I word that. But like, if it, the other day we went out to, was it, it was like I don't know earlier this week. We Kevin got a haircut, and right next to his haircut place is this amazing ice cream place. And I had to take Kevin there. And they even offered Casey an ice cream cone. And you guys do not tell Cameron. I'm just kidding. You can. I got, they they gave her an ice cream cone for free. I'm not going to like turn that down. That's so nice. Did she need to eat an ice cream cone at 10 months old? Absolutely not. But oh my God, she loved it. Oh my God. Yeah. Like it's crazy how different, cause I would, I would never when Kevin was a baby, it's just different, right? Cause you're kind of doing these things with your older one and then you don't want to leave anyone out. So anyway, whatever. So when it comes to eating sweets like that, I never put it like, Oh, mommy's just trying not to eat sweets. Like I don't word it like that. I'm just like, Oh, you know, I'm good right now. Like just doesn't sound that good right now. That's like always the direction I try to go as opposed to saying it's bad for me or mommy can't have that or anything like that. Like that's, that is my personal approach with it. Um, And then let's talk about dinners because, you know, eating a lower carb diet, I made, okay, I made these like garlic Parmesan meatballs, which, oh my gosh, they were so good. Uh, And I gave Kevin spaghetti with it 
and I ate vegetables. I still gave Kevin the vegetables too, but I just ate like meatballs and veggies. I didn't eat any of the pasta. And, uh, I, I think I also had some fruit for the kids, which I didn't eat again because I'm eating a lower carb diet right now. And that's, it is what it is. So here's the thing. I don't bring it up if the, if it doesn't come up and I'm going to be honest with you. If you don't talk about it, it doesn't come up most of the time, at least for me. So in these situations, I just didn't say anything. And if the kids did, it was like, oh, I'm good. I'm like, you know, I got, I just want meat and veggies tonight. You know, like that's kind of how I approach it. Cause I'm trying to not make a big deal out of my food choices or like put, I definitely don't want like weight loss to be the motivator. And to be honest right now, weight loss is not the motivator. And I'm hoping that the more I make these decisions, you know, and like that just becomes the norm in our house. And I have to tell you, I, I'm not saying like, oh my gosh, I've changed my child, but like quite a few nights, Kevin just did the same thing. He just followed suit with what we were doing, you know, just eating more meat and veggies and, you know, fruits. I mean, the gosh, the way kids can eat fruit is insane to me. They can just smash like a full pound of strawberries in one sitting, like no prob, you know? Okay. But kind of back to the point here, I just want to wrap up. I don't think I have any like wildly unique ideas on talking about eating healthy in front of your kids or eating healthy in front of your kids. But you know, when, when it comes up, you know, first off, like my main tip is like, don't make a big deal out of your food choices because just like you, nobody wants that, (laughs) you know, don't comment on what you eat as a person. I think so often, like when people are trying to eat healthier, they have this big focus on what they and I'm putting quotes up, like can't have when really you can have whatever you want. You just like have this specific goal in mind. So you're choosing things that align with those goals. Right. And, you know, when speaking about what you're choosing in front of your kids, like, you know, you're just trying to focus on what you can have. I'm trying to eat more of this instead of communicating what you're trying to not eat. Right. Cause I don't know. And that you don't have to do what I do. Right. This is just, this is just what I'm what I'm doing. Okay. And the hope is that like being a positive role model will rub off on them and speaking about it positively and like speaking about like what you can have and what you're trying to do. It just, you know, it's, it's good stuff. Right. Okay. (sighs) I just feel like I talked so much. I do. I, you know, speaking of eating healthy, I did kind of want to give you like a little keto update. So I started eating keto last week after like just a really effing weird week and getting like a whole new form of inspiration behind eating healthy. I fully intend on like taking a weekend off when I need to, or a meal off when I need to, like to go out to eat or like whatever, right? Like just to be a normal human. Um, but like basically like the way I eat inside my home is going to be keto, you know, does that make sense? Like on a day-to-day basis. Okay. Uh, I feel amazing. Like I feel so good. I forgot how amazing the energy is. And I know I talked about this before. It's just, I feel the best when I eat this way. And I hate that because I also love cookies, man. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm doing exactly what I'm not, what I just said not to do, but Hey, I'm around grownups here. Okay. I can be real. Um, but, but like truthfully, like the sweet cravings haven't been bad. Like my hunger is just like way more stable. It's just, yeah, overall, it's really good. I feel amazing. So I wanted to tell you like what my favorite meal from the last week was. Cause I, I used to do that a lot and I, but I feel like I haven't had any good meals lately. I know I've probably mentioned this one before, but I just made it tonight and it's so good. It's a keto connect cashew chicken. Just Google it. You guys, it's so good. You really, I know you're like, you're going to roll your eyes. Like you really don't even need rice. 
if you want to do cauliflower rice you can but like let's be real cauliflower rice and regular rice not the same thing um but even if you're not keto like it's a fantastic recipe it's not like super high in fat like you could just make it and put it over rice i'm telling you it's so freaking good you got to try it okay just google it keto connect cashew chicken best cashew chicken recipe ever my only tip for adjusting it is double the recipe at minimum okay i feel like their portion sizes are like a joke anyone else feel that way with like when you're making a recipe my husband hates it i always double recipes always double triple like i never just make the original size ever <laughs> it's a terrible habit because we always have leftovers um yeah so that that was my favorite i should tell you what we're doing inside hip bodies this week so it's fit girl summer but this last week, as you know, I hurt myself. So I was recovering from that. So I took it really easy, but I still was able to do the workouts. And I think it's just a good reminder that like, you don't have to go ham to continue momentum. You know, if you ever hurt yourself or maybe you're pregnant and you're just feeling really nauseous or I don't know, lots of different things that pop up in life. Those are like the only two things I can think of. Cause it's like all I've experienced, but there's a lot of things that can happen out there. Right. That like kind of pull you off. You can set aside that time to just move your body and you don't have to lift any weights, just kind of going through the motions and have that mind muscle connection and squeezing and engaging your muscles. It does more than you'd realize it really does. And it was a really nice week for me. I am glad that I like gave myself plenty of time to fully heal. I feel totally rested and recovered and ready to crush it this upcoming week. So fit girl summer this upcoming week, we are tripling our cardio test. So it's going to be really intense because I'm shortening the rest and we're going to be doing more. So long story short, it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough week, but it's going to be a really good week. Each week gets more and more intense. And so this week is going to kick some butts. I'm telling you, it's going to be so good. Um, let's see what else was a, oh my gosh, it's like a jungle out here. I'm sitting in my front yard and there's just bugs the size of my fist out here. I'm like in between palm tree leaves that are on my front porch and my mom brought over these like hanging flower baskets before she left that I have to keep alive. And it's like the most stressful thing because these flower baskets are like some of the most beautiful flower baskets I've ever seen. And if I like even forget to water them, like, like I have to water them at least every 24 hours. Right. And if I like am a few hours late, they're already being dramatic. They're already wilting. You know, it's like, I have to be on point with this. It's so stressful. And they're gone for like a month. So wish me luck. Anyway, these beautiful flower baskets attract bees and large bugs. And I keep seeing them fly around. I'm just waiting for like a bird to make a little nest up there though. I haven't had a bird's nest this year because I didn't. Okay. Again, Chelsea tangent, keep going on tangent. Well, and I'm going to tell you this. So I used to put ferns on my front porch every year. This year I didn't simply because I don't know. It's just like, it's kind of expensive and I seem to kill the, I can't keep my ferns alive. Uh, but every year I get a cute little bird's nest in my fern basket. Like one of them, I would always get a little bird's nest and it was so fun. Like Kevin would see the eggs and then he would see them hatch and like little birdies there. It's just, oh, it just melts my heart. And it's really cool to just like be able to keep them safe up there. And one year I had a bird's nest during a hurricane and it was like, oh my gosh, what do we do? And it was like a whole thing on my Instagram story to like follow. And I am pleased to tell you the birdies survived. The birdies survived. All of them 
they were good they, they were like baby birds at that point they weren't like just eggs so I just like created like this whole thing outside so they were still outside which I didn't want to do but I was like if I bring them inside mama's gonna be stressing you know so I needed to keep them outside but I just like created this like little barricade around them <sighs> that was a random story okay back on track Chelsea back on track so you know, I gotta be honest. I don't even remember all the like different little topics that I used to put in the second part of the podcast. I feel like I've just kind of narrowed it down to like what we're doing in hip bodies, if I had a favorite meal and then unpopular opinions. So that brings me to unpopular opinions. And this one I've thought about. Okay. And, it, and I'm sorry, this, this is going to be unpopular. I think it's really inappropriate to have small children wear political opinions of any kind any like okay I don't know what I'm defining as a small child's at all but if they didn't like you know if they didn't pick out that shirt the way my son chose those Minecraft shoes I really don't think they have any business wearing that shirt you know and this this all came from this kid I saw wearing like a controversial shirt. I'll just say that a controversial shirt. And I thought to myself, like, that doesn't tell me anything about the kids. opinion. I can guarantee if I were to ask that kid, like, Hey, tell me about (laughs) this topic. They wouldn't have an opinion on that topic. It's the parent that does. And, and I like, it's just weird, man. Like it's, it, it kind of reminded me of that moment, like, as a parent, like, I really wanted to get my kid the cute shoes, but he wanted the Minecraft shoes, and it's like, I had to, like, let him have his own voice, right? And I think, you know, when it comes to, like, really controversial issues where, like, you're, you know, eventually your child is going to, like, develop their own opinion, and likely it's going to probably fall somewhere in line with yours, at least in the beginning, because, like, you've raised them, Right. Um, but I just, I think it's really important for them to understand the why, be able to communicate that and like genuinely like feel that opinion before advertising said opinion, especially something so like divisive. I don't know. Like, am I alone on this? It's just, come on, man. Like kids don't need to be doing that. And like, I will, I would never like judge I sound okay. I'm saying like, Oh, I would never judge. And like, I sound super judgy, but like, I would never like not be friends with someone or like, you do you get what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't like bother me that much. It's just like something that I, I would never. And like, when I see it, my, it kind of gives me the ick. Like, I'm like, "Mm." and, and that goes for like, whether I agree with the opinion or not, like, it's just, mm, I don't think kids should be doing that, you know? Yeah. Um, this podcast is like a little shorter than usual, which I think is okay, but I'm like, I'm kind of done talking. (laughs) So, so I I guess like what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to finish this. Like normally, like I finish it on unpopular opinions. And I feel like that's like, like an interesting point to finish on. Like I, cause I love, like it inspires you. Usually you guys only comment on like whatever I talk about at the very end. Like you'll message me and tell me whether or not you agree with me. So don't forget to do that. Okay. But like, I just feel like this is a little short. Like I have time to talk about like one more thing. And this is just my like last ditch effort to convince you to get your SHIT together and eat healthy. If you're not 
okay? I think it's so easy to let all of the noise around eating healthy stop you from eating healthy, okay? Because there's a there's a lot of people and and I vivid I vividly remember this. Okay, I'm going to tell you something like kind of a little bit of a funny story here. I did a juice cleanse as one of my first serious efforts of weight loss. Like I would say serious slash effective efforts of weight loss. Do I recommend a juice cleanse? Absolutely not. Did I lose weight doing it? Yes. (laughs) Duh. It's a juice cleanse, right? But hear me out. I was at work and I was doing this juice cleanse and it was after I watched that movie Fat Sick and Nearly Dead. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's on Netflix. Guys did a juice cleanse and like he's all about it, right? So I was doing a juice cleanse and I vividly remember this woman telling me like, don't deprive yourself, you know, like it's not good to deprive yourself. And, and that stuck with me and it, for whatever reason it motivated me because I'm like, um, I've seen what not depriving myself is doing and I'm steadily gaining a significant amount of weight. Like I'm in my early twenties and incredibly uncomfortable in my own skin and I don't want to feel that way anymore. So I'm trying to figure this out. Right. And like, like I logically knew it probably wasn't the best option, but I wanted to try. Right. Like, and, and I don't regret doing that. You know, it like got me on a healthier path. It got me some momentum. And then when I did like bodybuilding shows, it'd be the same thing. People, you know, cause I was like struggling, you know, I, with doing bodybuilding shows, you have a very, very strict diet. Right. So of course I'm struggling to stick with it. Right. And I kind of talked about it a lot, which is on me because when I feel like the more you talk about it, the more you're inviting opinions and I shouldn't have been inviting opinions on something I was choosing to do, but whatever. Nonetheless, people were always telling me like, don't deprive yourself. It's not sustainable, blah, blah, blah. Like, and I got to tell you something, you guys, if you don't deprive yourself ever, if you just always, okay, like let's take spending money. Okay. Spending money. If you don't deprive yourself of what you want, sometimes you can end up in debt, right? Like you can't just like buy whatever you want all the time. And when it comes to like food and like having a relationship with food, if you just eat whatever you want all of the time, like, Hey, there's people that like that absolutely works for them. And like, I'm, I'm obsessed, like amazing. And like, my goal is to get there like in a maintenance point, but I'm, but if you're trying to lose weight, I do, I don't believe you can do both. I don't believe you can lose weight and eat whatever you want and as much as you want. There's going to be some sort of, I'm sorry for that. Like, this is not anyone's favorite word, but like deprivation, right? Anyway, I, but I feel like deprivation has such like a negative connotation. It's just, it's discipline. It's discipline. It's flexing that discipline muscle and recognizing that like, it's okay if something feels a little hard. It's not going to feel hard forever. It's just like when you're doing something new that you haven't done before and you haven't gotten in the swing of it, it's going to feel hard, right? Like the first time you try to ride a bike, it's like, whoa, 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 this is crazy. Like I can't balance and pedal and do all these things. And then eventually it's just like so easy. You just like hop on a bike and go, right? And I feel like that's how eating healthy can be. Like if you have, if you currently have habits that have you moving in the wrong direction and you want to snap out of it, but like, it's so hard to like 
how am I going to see progress while not depriving myself? And it's, it's not supposed to be hard and it's not supposed to be this. Like I am so sick of all the people saying that they have the secret for losing weight without it being challenging. Let me tell you something is challenging. Okay. It, it's, it's simple, but it's still, it's still a little bit challenging. Gosh, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. Okay. I'll be the first to admit it. So like, but if you just like want some simple rules to follow, you need adequate protein and it's probably more than you think it is. You need to drink a solid amount of water. I highly recommend lifting weights, prioritizing lifting weights. If you got time for cardio, that's just a bonus. Okay. And as far as like the calories go, the overall calories matter. Okay. So you want enough protein to support like keeping your metabolism in a healthy place and like maybe potentially building a stronger metabolism in the process through lifting weights and whatnot. Right. And then keeping calories low enough to lose body fat. It really is that simple. (coughs) Now it can get more complicated. Like, you know, if like the reason a ketogenic diet works better for me is because it keeps my blood sugar more stable. And so like, I don't feel as hungry. Like there's just a lot of different ways you can do it that kind of, kind of trick your mind into making it feel easier. And I'm, Hey, I'm a big fan of that. And I'm a big fan of like learning to make food choices that also make it feel easier where you don't have to necessarily be hyper aware of every single calorie you eat. Right. But like what I'm trying to inspire you to do here is, you know, if you decide to commit to a program, whatever that program is, Hey, I'm going to cheer you on. Even if that program is a stupid juice cleanse after watching fat sick and nearly dead. Okay. Actually, you know what? I really don't want you to do that. I feel like even me mentioning that, like I'm not, I don't want to like condone that. Okay. <laughs> Cause there's like no protein in that. It's like the opposite of like what I recommend. Okay. It's going to like wreck your metabolism. Your hair will fall out. Like there's just a lot of, don't do that. Okay. But assuming I'm okay. I'm going to cheer you on. I'm going to cheer you on period. And I want, I want you to know that there's going to be people who don't, and there's going to be people where you working hard at something is going to hold a mirror up to what they're not doing. So they're going to be like, don't deprive yourself that it, you know, it's, you, you need to do this. And, it, and it's like, Hey, stay the course, stay focused. It's okay. If it feels a little hard, don't let people drag you down on their level instead inspire them to step up to yours. You know, you, you, if you have a goal in mind, I'm telling you, you can crush it. Okay. Okay. So we're ending on a high note. I'm really proud of myself. I feel like I, I mean, I don't want to say I got like inspirational, but like, I just, I just, if you needed a kick in the butt and you're one of those people that like hates hard things, I get it. I'm all, I, I'm a lazy girl forever trying to fit, like forever trying to be fit. Like I want I just, I want you to do it because it feels so good. You know, when you get some momentum, you start to feel like sexy in your own skin, man. You know, it feels, it just feels good. Okay. All right. I love you. Have a wonderful week. If you want to get on the wait list for Hip Bodies and you want to be my workout buddy, I would love that. We're not open for registration right now, but you can go to hipbodies.com, get on the wait list, and we will be opening in the next couple of weeks. All right. See ya.